0: Welcome back to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast—the show that empowers you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I'm Francine Bailey, your host, and I'm super thrilled to bring you stories inspiration, strategies to get more meaning in your work and in your life, make more money and be part of a movement to change the world. I am on a mission to help entrepreneurs and leaders to become leading voices in their field by leveraging what makes them unique to attract their ideal customers and make a bigger impact in their world. So I want you to experience success in your business and also live your best life now so today i'm uh, going to talk about the accumulator profile the sixth profile of the wealth dynamic system so accumulators are excellent project managers and researchers they have strong tempo and still energy and are always careful in their work. Don't expect them to be overly creative. So their flow comes from collecting and organizing what's already there. So a famous profile includes Warren Buffett and Li Ka-shing. And today, I have a great pleasure to welcome Louise Mosley, who helps corporate escapees, as she says, grow their business by recognizing their why and utilizing their skills and talent. Hi, Louise. Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So you say that you meet many business owners who left corporate life um, to set up on their own. Because they have fantastic skill and a passion for the service they offer. But things don't turn up as they wanted. So here you come in. So tell me in your own words, what you currently do.
1: Yeah, it, it's funny when we leave corporate life and I'm a corporate escapee myself as well.
0: <laughs> like me. Um,
1: <laughs> we're used to having a big team around us, maybe a big budget as well. And then we're sort of thrown into, into, into our own businesses and we find we try to do absolutely everything. So we may have gone into business because we were a great accountant or a photographer. And yet we end up doing absolutely everything. And then we spend less and less time doing what we're really good at. Um, And and I'm sure you recognize this yourself. And people start to think, oh, gosh, you know, I'm working harder. Why did I do this in the first place? (laughs) So it's really just helping them to take a step back to stop. To look at how they're they're functioning in their business, and yes, everything needs to get done, but it doesn't all have to get done by you. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of, of of the talent and wealth dynamics and helping people to find their flow, and the the NB in my company um, NB Coaching and is also kind of related to flow as well is it all right if I explain what that means
0: yes of course because I I think
1: this 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 helps as well to understand Mm. how I work with people so Mm. I'm a passionate scuba diver Mm. and NB stands for neutral buoyancy Mm. So when you are um, neutrally buoyant, when you're a diver, you're midwater. You're not floating up. You're not sinking down. It's the most efficient way to be. It's the most enjoyable way to be. When you're not neutrally buoyant, you're all over the place. You're crashing into the coral. You're crashing into your buddy. You're swimming against the tide. You're really not getting where you want to get to. Mm. And ultimately your air is going to run out and you don't need to be a diver to know that's not a good thing.
0: So this this
1: concept of neutral buoyancy and really helping you find that place in your life and in your business and helping you to go with the flow. That's what I do. So I say it's about taking a step back, stopping, looking at, at, at your business, finding ways to spend more time where you add the most value using tools like talent and wealth dynamics um, and really just stopping people getting caught up in that current getting caught up in those eddies and really reconnecting with why they went into business in the first place
0: Mm, yeah that's a a beautiful i love when you compare that to scuba diving and running (laughs) out of air you can totally (laughs) picture that in your head right (laughs) this is not a good thing to do and stepping back is uh, one of the most things that people don't do. Especially when you're on business by yourself. So and it's true. important that that happen. So uh, that's beautiful. If I actually am a small fly and I follow you around from the morning when you wake up to when you go to bed, what would I see? What's a day in life with uh, Louise look like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I love about what I do is they're always different. <laughs> um, so uh, my partner um, works in Liverpool. So I have to get up at six o'clock, which I'm not a morning person. So you might see a slightly grumpy face. but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it has to be done. So we have breakfast. I take him to the station and then from about seven o'clock that the, the, the rest of the day is mine. Um, and there are three kind of main areas that that I, I would be looking at. One is supporting my current clients. Um, a lot of the work that I do now is via um, via the Internet, via Zoom. You know, mm-hmm. we've got great technology, so you don't have to be in the same county the same room the same country anymore um, oh yeah as you very well know i totally <laughs> know
0: that that's my life <laughs> yeah
1: so I, I i connect with with my current clients um and support them um to implement their plans um obviously work on whatever projects they're looking at um then it's a balance with that and also looking for future clients um you know using social media networking etc and also have another venture that i'm, I'm working on that um, perhaps i'll come to in a minute so it's a balance between those three things um and i tend to cluster things into energies um mm-hmm. i don't know whether you've spoken to other that. people who yeah. are, oh, um, yeah. have done this before <laughs> as well and really looking at similar tasks that use the same energies so yeah. for example if i'm looking at networking mm-hmm. uh, looking for new opportunities whether that's face-to-face or or uh, online it takes a lot of blaze energy as yeah. as we call it and, and and you know you need an upbeat environment mm. um it's very different if you're looking at your stats from your website which is needing more steel energy mm. so I, I cluster by energies and and structure my week that way mm. and i find that not switching from one task to another whether it's going from blaze to steel you know it's just a more productive way way to be and changing my environment sometimes so you won't always find me sat at my desk, if there's something I want to do, um, Particularly uh, if it needs to be a little bit more creative, which, as you've already said, n- isn't my natural um, uh, tendency. You know, it's not 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 where my zone of genius is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, perhaps I need a different environment to being sat at my desk looking at my screen because blank pages and me mm-hmm. don't go go down too well. <laughs> <laughs> I need some help with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love I love the fact that you also structure your day with energy. And many people actually uh, in this area mention working with uh, different energy and even structuring, like, days, uh, you know, keeping Mm. days as still energy, Tuesday as blaze energy, Mm. another day, and then they structured their week that way. So it's good that, you know, obviously, you know, moving from one energy, like, blaze to middle, you know, how much energy you can lose in middle to come back again to blaze. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, uh, but it's kind of hard. Are you able to keep to this kind of... Um, you know, structuring your time into one energy before moving to the next yeah I, I think it's one of those things that um you know in an ideal world and you look
1: at it on paper you know um it, it, it all makes, <laughs> makes sense, sense. But sometimes <laughs> you know life gets in the way and i yeah. think again you've just got to be a bit realistic so sometimes <laughs> it works and sometimes it doesn't but you know i think i think as you do it more often mm. um you get into more of a routine mm. and you also um, start to look at other distractions you know things like um, you know whether it's your email whether it's your mobile phone whether it's social media all those different things that vie for your attention and Mm. certainly if you are looking and spending some steel energy time you know clearing the clutter having a clean desk getting rid of those distractions things like that help you to focus on that Mm. and so you're not tempted to go and just have a little look at facebook (laughs)
0: you know? <laughs> a quick look on what's exactly before. and, and hour later. on instagram and, <laughs> and an hour later oh my gosh i need to go back to my spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. so tell me how did you end up doing the job that you were doing how did you move or escape did <laughs> the corporate world well to get to where you are today <laughs> well I'll, I'll keep this as short as i
1: can yeah. but i spent about uh, we all spent 13 years working for pharmaceutical companies so i worked in sales and marketing for a big pharma company Um, and it wasn't that i was unhappy but i wasn't totally happy if you know what i mean Um, I I felt that I wasn't quite using everything that I wanted to use. They were kind of like, there's a big world out there. Um, So it was back in 2008 that I decided that um, I wanted to do something different. Mm. Um, So my partner and I, um, we'd met on the scuba. dive. There's a scuba theme that goes through my (laughs) life, really. (laughs) We'd met on the scuba diving holiday and we'd sat in a a few pubs uh, talking about how nice it would be to have our own scuba diving resort. Um, So in 2008, we said, right, come on. Let's go and get this big world out there. Let's go and see what we can find. Mm. So we both quit our corporate jobs. (laughs) We left the UK and we went to live in Honduras. Oh, wow. Um, so, we we didn't have jobs. We had a week's accommodation booked and our suitcases, and we turned up in, on an island called Roatan, which is um, in the Caribbean Sea. It's fantastic for scuba diving. Ooh. And Neil is um, a dive instructor uh, okay. as well. So, he, he started working as a dive instructor, and I thought, well, what, what shall I do? So, I was thinking, you know, what, what are my transferable skills? All those sorts of things. Um, so, I ended up working and managing a beach bar for a while, which mm-hmm. I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. and. I took over the reservations and managing the scuba um, resort as well. Um, We decided that although we wanted our own place it was a good idea to get some experience working for other people Um, and we spent nearly five years between Honduras, Indonesia and the Philippines working in scuba dive resorts Mm -hmm. Um, and the thing that I really loved about the the work that I was doing was again it was the people's side of things. I'd Mm. come from a, a, a corporate background, my you know who I interacted with was probably quite a small percentage of the population mm. um, and suddenly I was in a completely different culture different work culture um, different language different ways of working and it was really interesting I probably learned more about managing motivating supporting people through that job than I'd done mm. through all the amazing training courses I'd been on <laughs> uh, for all the years previously yeah. so um, working with people and supporting them um, to really be the best that they could be was something that, um, that that was really uh, really important to me. Um, sorry, this is turning into a long story. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get no, on with it. Um, so um, we uh, after five years, we re-evaluated what was really important in our life. Mm. And although scuba diving was important, it wasn't mm. right top of the list. Mm. So then we started to look at okay. So if scuba diving isn't right at the top, then it opened up lots of different places in the world. Mm. So we came up to the UK. Um, and then quite quickly went out to croatia and mm. carried on our search and um eventually i found a a ruin stone sea captain's house the roof had fallen in the, uh-huh. the floors and it wasn't safe to go into it's covered in greenery and i looked at it and thought yeah this is the place where we can really build um, our business oh. so um we, we bought that in 2013 and have spent the last six years renovating the old stone house which will be a boutique b but also will be a business and personal development retreat wow. in, croatia. in croatia in oh, croatia wow. so alongside that <laughs> that was when i also set up mb coaching because again it was the people side of things and supporting people uh, that really really appealed and and i've spent the last six years as i say looking at development Developing, um, you know, I know quite a lot now about concrete reinforcements and all things that I never knew anything about. <laughs> but also thinking, how do I combine um, supporting um, uh, small businesses whilst I'm in Croatia as well? And I think mm. the the wonders
0: of of modern. Technology, Technology are going to allow me to do that as well wow. So is Croatia functional already Or you are um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of those questions That people for the last six years are going,
1: Is yeah. it finished yet? <laughs> oh, not <laughs> no, not quite okay. it, We will be opening in June next year So oh. it will be functional as of June next year Oh, I look forward to going over. and
0: coming also You'd and very, very wow. yeah, you would be very, very welcome In can. Croatia is also kind of beautiful, right? During the summer the time it's
1: beautiful it's it's it has um something for everybody you know if you're wanting um natural beauty stunning waters islands um we're in the wine region as well so oh, wow. we look down um, down onto the coast mm. if you're wanting to do diving or sailing anything like that fantastic if you want a bit of history amazing <laughs> cities if you want good food if you want to go walking
0: be, do you know it's just got something for everybody and that's oh, kind of wow. what really appeals that is so fantastic. you have this kind of adventurous kind of spirit, actually. what yeah. would you say that was the job you wanted to do when you were a kid?
1: it 's funny because um i've been asked this quite a few times recently, and I can't actually pinpoint a specific job so whereas a lot of friends were like oh I want to be a doctor or a Mm. dancer or a a nurse you know whatever those sort of jobs were I never really had a specific job in Mm. mind you know I loved animals at one point I thought well maybe I'd like to be a vet I also (laughs) thought well maybe I could do some traveling I'd like to work with people I might be able to to be outdoors all these different ideas but thinking about it one thing that was really really clear Mm. is that I didn't find any careers advice at school helpful. And I remember taking um, a questionnaire. I suppose it was quite one of those sort of early profiling careers things. Mm -hmm. And it, it said that my ideal job was to be a road surface technologist.
0: Wow. What does that mean? Don't know. Road surface technology. Are you going to lie down all the, uh, you know, things on the on the I have have
1: no idea. I I just looked at that and thought, yeah, that's that's not really helping. So it's kind of
0: (laughs) so yes, just beautifully. So how did that, you know, not really understanding or you know finding this test useful, and now finding your profile as accumulator? How does that help you actually um, to understand yourself better?
1: Yeah, it's an um... I'm quite a square profile, so I have. Although I have a stronger um, steel and tempo energy, mm. I also have, you know, quite a good um, um, dynamo and also blaze energy too. And I, th- I think that's why I love and I'm such a fan of Wealth Dynamics because, mm. for once, when I actually mm. saw this, it kind of really made sense. Mm. Um, you know, I'd been profiled to death in corporate <laughs> world with, you know, all these different tests, and I never yes. really quite fitted. Mm. Whereas with Wealth Dynamics, you can look at the diagram and think actually okay well you know now it makes sense although um you know the the i'm an accumulator profile i can dip into lots of the other ones and that's where i can sometimes end up losing a lot of energy Mm. Um, I, i think i mentioned before already um you know, a blank page is not a good, good thing for me. <laughs> um, so working collaboratively, understanding that, yes, I can do lots of different things, but actually where I excel is having lots of um, different um uh, sort of within a project having lots mm. of different um, aspects to yeah. it I need variety, variety but yes. in a very different way to someone with lots of dynamo energy mm-hmm. so I need with variety within that project mm. but not necessarily like a dynamo who just got, has loads of different ideas mm-hmm. I do need that completion mm. I am um, I do um, need that attention to detail as well um, but I also need to to get out and, and be with people too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm an ambivert, I need a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But I having seen it and looking at the profile, it really helps me recognize that if I do, for example, too much networking, I find it very, very draining. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. it's that balance of having time for myself and also having time with people.
0: So yeah. it's
1: kind of like that that balance. Of,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that totally. So you get to, to your flow naturally, although you can obviously socialize and have this out, out outward um, looking or facing uh, aspect. Your real natural flow is also when you have this variety and you have different other things to manage. That's beautiful, actually, to understand that profile. Um, so um, can you tell me when you realize who you are and what you're meant to do in life, if such a time has happened? Yeah, and, and that's another thing and I think this comes a little bit from
1: my profile as well is yeah. that I think I'm very much a work in progress and um maybe the process started when I finally left my job and mm. um, the corporate uh, yeah. jobs because although they've been very very successful in it it just didn't feel quite right mm. mm-hmm. whereas when I was running the beach bar I absolutely loved it I loved making cocktails I loved working with mm-hmm. the team but I also loved the marketing side and going back looking at the analysis doing the P L, thinking about the marketing strategy getting the inventory right getting the processes behind the business right and I think it was that sort of um, you know having that variety but also again reconnecting with people Um, and I think that's the bit
0: that 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 I absolutely love Mm. that's beautiful so is there anything that you have struggled with in your life the most
1: yeah, I think I think everybody has, has struggles and, and often it goes back to and, and the thing that that kind of resonates with me is, is, is nobody likes a show off. Yeah. And it's something from sort of like from primary school, you know, this sort of like, you know, um, I, I think I've sometimes struggled with self-promotion. Um, and you know right through corporate as well it was always like you know you need to tell people more about what you've been doing you know all this great Mm. stuff I'm like yeah let my work speak for itself Uh but actually (laughs) sometimes you've just got to say there's a lot of noise out there and you've got to just stand up and and actually tell people about the the great stuff you do it's not bragging it's Mm. not being a show-off but um, there's always that little Voice from my primary school that I can still hear somebody (laughs) saying, "Nobody likes to show." Especially
0: British primary school, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: yeah so that is really really under, uh, uh, you know interesting uh this is what actually i also talked in my book personal branding in the digital age mm-hmm. that most people actually will have it with personal branding really think that this is like some kind of self-promotion or they will be quiet and somebody will spot them eventually mm. <laughs> with all they knows out there this is a skill to develop, especially when we work in digital age. Can you oh, be able yes. to Google something that is not visible? Of course you can't. It's yes. never going to appear on the search. So, you know, how on earth are you going to appear in the search if you uh, are not shouting about exactly. what they're Exactly, <laughs> oh, I
1: agree so much. And, and I think also, again, when we've gone for working for somebody else and you know, mm. even very successful salespeople, you know, mm. they've had somebody else's product to sell and that they're brilliant at that, then they work for themselves. Yeah. And actually, it's them that they need to sell and that's quite an uncomfortable feeling that as well you haven't got a brand to hide behind <laughs> um but you know you've just got like you said you know, you can't help people if they don't even know you exist. So no, you've got to get out there.
0: Exactly. And, yeah. If you are not Googleable, this is what I'm saying to everybody. If you are not Googleable, for me, that means that you don't exist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone said it's the, like, the, the only thing I do, if I go to a holiday or things, I Google stuff to know what's out there. You know, I Google, and Louise is not out there on the internet. How on earth am I? How do you think that find you if you were not on internet? How on earth am I going to find you?
1: yeah absolutely so (laughs) I said it's like setting up an amazing shop in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere and expecting someone to just stumble across you you know exactly
0: (laughs) or to have a crystal ball and you know uh, (laughs) so that's beautiful so tell me when you look back at your childhood actually um how has it prepared you to be who you are today would you say
1: when I look back at my childhood I, I had a very very happy childhood and I was always encouraged to take opportunities you know give it a go see what happens you know whether that was music or falling out of trees or sport or school or whatever so I think it was that sort of sense of adventure that sort of um you know just get out there and, and give it a go sort of thing that um that has really yeah that, that that's really sort of set me up for who who I am yeah
0: totally yeah that's what you're living now giving you mm-hmm. go going to Honduras going to (laughs) creation exploring different things that's so beautiful so what would you say is one of the toughest moments in your life and the learnings that you've got from it
1: yeah i i I think um you know i've been incredibly lucky in my life and that's one of the things you know when you write your story people just tell you to tell your story on the internet and people have had these terrible um incidents in their life and you think gosh well you know I've actually been pretty lucky. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, you know, th- there have been obviously very sad times. I lost my dad in 2000. I've lost mm. quite a few friends as well, which is, is had, you know, very young. Mm. and And I think that really just brings it home that you just don't know what the future will bring mm-hmm. you know you can't put things off um you know you hear so many people saying that oh i'll do that when i retire or when the kids go to uni or when everything else is sorted and yet there never is a perfect time and if you leave it too long it may never happen so i think that's a you know one of those things that you, you've just mm-hmm. got to go for it and yeah. um, you you can't put your life on hold and um, and not be happy because you know it's it's just such such a waste so if something needs changing you know and you've got the power to do that absolutely go out there and and make
0: that change yeah so that's beautiful you can't put your life on hold that's love I love that so much Um, so now let's talk about money okay so um, when actually somebody let's say is Is passionate about what they want to do and are doing it. They love it, love it, love it, but they are not paid very well for that. And then somebody else has tons of money, but is doing. Something that they're not very passionate about. How can mm-hmm. we do both? Um, what we love and get paid well for it. Mm-hmm. Do you have the solution, please? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, one, one,
1: <laughs> one phrase that I have found to be really useful uh-huh. um, is the ikigai. Oh, ikigai. Yes, it Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a Japanese concept for oh, um, a reason for being. Uh-huh. And it looks at four different areas. You know, what do you love? What are you good at? What can you be paid for? And what does the world actually need? Um, and that sweet spot is where those four things overlap. And so I think this is a really good place to start and just ask yourselves those questions. So, you know, give yourself a score, um, sort of one out of ten. So, how much am I living my passion? You know, one to ten how much am i living on my you know by my purpose and um, am i using my talents and to what extent am i being paid my worth mm. and you can often see when people do that and, and it's you know you have to be really honest with yourself about that and sometimes this is an area to get some external help as well you know mm. getting somebody to help you to really look at this and think actually you know whilst i might be really passionate about this you know, do I have the talents for it Mm or, um, is there a real need for this you know that you might have to tweak that a little bit but if you go through those four different areas and score yourself generally there's one of the areas that stands out as the area that perhaps you need to focus on first mm. um, and as I say get some help with that and um, get some real sort of good insight and then focus on that area um, and when you get all four working together that's when you have that sweet spot where you you do get paid for what you love and you're really you know you're working um your your mission your passion your vocation you know whatever you want and um, uh, and then it's all lovely <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah no, i love that yes the ikigai is always a good tool actually for people to really see all those merging as you say you know um do you have you you might love something but you have the talent for it so you know no matter how much you love it if you haven't got this talent and if there's no demand for it so Mm -hmm. you know there 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 is a sweet spot um to have and uh you know to get uh value and uh, be valuable to other people uh now let's talk about building a movement Mm -hmm. so which movement are you leading or will like to lead or be part of. Well, it pretty comes as no surprise that um, I kind of
1: actually—it's it, the same thing. It's back <laughs> to the underwater world. <laughs> um, so I've got a really big passion for for the for the for sea the, 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 the life below water, mm-hmm. um, and I'm aligned to the, um, U, the United Nations um, mm-hmm. Sustainable Goals. Mm-hmm. So I lead a circle on the uh, Genius okay. U. Um, and help um, just spread the word about you know what is going on in in terms of our environment um, there's there's a lovely um, uh, phrase you know without blue there is no green mm. and you know if you, if you think about that just how important the oceans are to to our to our very existence um and if we don't actually take more care and uh, do something very quickly to protect them then uh, you know the consequences uh, are going to be horrendous mm-hmm. so although i'm not doing as much as i would like to right now um mm-hmm. this is something that i feel you know even if i can just um inspire a couple of other people to, to think slightly differently then that's mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um i also support the the b1g1 mm-hmm. um, and link uh, which is buy one give one, one if yeah. people aren't uh, familiar with that so so my coaching when somebody does um, uh, buy a coaching package from me then I support um, the project that that's aligned to life below water mm. and also when we um, launch in um, the the b in Croatia that's also going to be linked to mm. an environmental project uh, which is uh, very very dear to us as well mm. so at the moment, I feel like I'm not doing as much as I would like to, but I'm doing what I can. Yeah. Um. But in the future, um, that I've certainly got plans to become far more aligned to that as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's super. So imagine yourself at a nineteen year, nine year old or plus, <laughs> <laughs> or even plus. <laughs> so what are you most proud of in your life? I think
1: the fact that I didn't give up on my dreams, you know, um, even with the creator project, you know, in effect, we've been planning this since 2006 when we first started about having our own place in the sun. And yeah, well, it's been a different, you know, we've taken different routes there, but now it it is going to happen. So, you know, I I, I think um, I'll, I'll be very proud of that when I can open the doors and say, yes, we've finally <laughs> done it. <laughs>
0: wow that is so beautiful actually so what did you learn from all your experience would you say and you will like to most transmit to others any one thing in particular i think it's been really
1: clear what you want from life so being uh, really thinking about um know whether it's um there's a tool called be do have and sometimes we do we focus very much on the the have side of things but actually if you take it and flip it on its head around actually what do you want to be what do you want to give back uh, what do you want to do um then ultimately the, the have's kind of fall into place as well but being very clear about what you what you really do want from life and not being sort of influenced so much by expectations you know Mm. whether that's friends family media Mm. etc you know you are unique you've got your own unique set of skills and talents and passions and you know do what's right for you not what you think you should be doing
0: yeah um
1: and even the smallest steps you know as long as they're in the right direction, our progress. So yeah. enjoy, have fun, go with the flow as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. Don't be influenced by others. It's a great, um, you know, um, learning um, to get and obviously never give up on your dream uh, mm. is, a, is a beautiful one actually to, uh, you know, as a lesson to pass on to uh, everybody who is listening. So um, tell us, so how do you manage to get um, back in flow when things are not really rosy? How do you, manage that
1: i think it's again keeping you know keeping the end in mind you know why are you doing these things you know what is the bigger picture and i quite like to have um representations on my desk so i've got a little turtle with a bobbing head and (laughs) little things on my desk that just kind of make me smile I have a really nice screensaver um you know sometimes I just need to get out and just going you know just go for a walk for 10 minutes just to clear your head Mm. um and then I also have other little little bits and bobs on my desk that you know clients have given me you know Mm. just to make you think actually I am and making a difference to somebody um you know um i've really made an impact that so you know even if you're having a bad day or a bad Mm. week or whatever just having a look through those things and thinking why you're doing it that's what keeps me going
0: I think that is brilliant actually uh, seeing, having things in front of you that reminds you that you are making a difference, some kind of, uh, you know, symbol of, mm. um, you know, that also will pass, you know, is, um, Yeah, I think that is brilliant to have. So always a reminder of what we we have done and we can do rather than what, you know, we can't do. Or we yes, are, exactly. You know, yeah, the exactly. area that we have. So if your life was a film or a book, which title would it be <laughs> I know you say don't give me a blank sheet of paper <laughs> I know <laughs> mm, can you come back to me next week on that
1: one I think it would have to be some sort of comedy I mean laughter is so important and that's something that's so maybe a sort of a, a comedy travel book <laughs> I don't know. Is it finished yet is a phrase that I just keep hearing all the time.
0: Is it finished yet? I love that that title. (laughs) Is it finished yet? Uh, Great. I love that. So finally, what is your definition of meaningful work, meaningful life? I think it's about just having a positive effect on individuals.
1: We talk about making a difference. And sometimes when um, someone says, you know, meaningful work, meaningful life, we can think of all these great big projects and sometimes think, oh gosh, well, what difference am I making? But it doesn't have to be huge. You know, it's about making a positive effect maybe just on one individual that then can be rep- replicated and so then they have a positive effect on the wider mm-hmm. environment. It's kind of creating that ripple effect. So it, it is all about having a positive impact um, at whatever level is right for you. So it yeah. doesn't say it doesn't have to be a big global movement. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be really small but having that, uh, that, that positive
0: impact is important. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, any last piece of advice that you have for our listeners to live a meaningful life?
1: I think it comes back to something we, we touched on before about not comparing yourself to others. Um, you know, it's too easy to become disheartened um, in you know as yeah. as an entrepreneur or in any aspect of life, particularly with you know you look at social
0: media and yeah. everyone seems to be having such an amazing time And yes. you know. <laughs> except you exactly. only you on the whole planet is not having a good time exactly and so I think it's just <laughs> to say actually we're all different
1: and we're at different stages of our lives and yeah. different stages of our business mm. so comparing ourselves to somebody else who's saying they're doing all these amazing things you know they may be they might mm. not be yeah. um, but actually it is just about you know just don't get disheartened just do it for yourself and ask for help as well you know it's something that we're not very good at yeah um but there's a
0: lot of help out there so uh yeah, yeah. i, I love too. that mm-hmm. <laughs> so actually do you have any resources that you'd like to share with people that they should absolutely know about how to do meaningful work and live a meaningful life i, I think one place uh, and I, I know you're you're very aware of this as well is the genius U platform
1: there's some mm-hmm. fantastic um information on there there's some great little mini courses um so if people haven't had an opportunity to go onto the genius you platform there's some great stuff on there mm. um, there's a lot of stuff on there as well so um you know if anybody is interested in exploring that let me know and i can help guide you through that as well because you know, there's a lot of information but some great great stuff on there
0: mm, that's super um, so how can people reach you and learn more about you and your work Well, people
1: can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. So Louise Mosley on LinkedIn. Um, My website, which is nb-coaching.com has got links to my other social media uh, channels as well. Um, And I'm a big fan of a virtual coffee. So if anybody wants to just have a coffee, uh, no matter where you are in the world, um, have a chat, learn a bit more, then I'm very, very open to having a little virtual
0: coffee as well. <laughs> I love that, uh, virtual coffee. <laughs> this is brilliant. Thank you so much, Louise, for oh, your time today. And, uh, you know, your wisdom and all the great um, resources that you shared. Thank on you. No, show. It's been a pleasure to be here as well. Thank you. What are you committed to do today to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life? The show notes of this episode of Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life are available on my webpage, francinebelli.com slash podcast, with all the references and resources shared on this show. Whilst you are there, leave me a message to tell me in the comments, what was your key takeaway from this episode? If you enjoyed this podcast and want to show your love and support, subscribe to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or the app where you are listening to this podcast and leave me a five star review. It will take you a minute, but it will mean a lot to me and will also help me to spread this word and being found online. So thank you for listening to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empower you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I will see you next week for another epic episode of this season four. Until then, dream, act and make an impact. Lots of love.